Hey, hello and welcome. You're listening to the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Brian Silverthorne. And it's always my mission to help uh, entrepreneurs achieve, make the difference they want to make in their business and to help them get through the sometimes messy worlds of startup and growth or relaunch. And today we're going to dig deep with our guest and get you some great concepts to fast track your business. And our special guest today is Chance Weber. And Chance is a serial entrepreneur with 15 years of experience in marketing and advertising. And he's the founder of Agile and Company. Welcome to the show, Chance. Thank you for having me. It's my honor to be here. Glad to have you. So uh, we got about a 10, we got a 10 minute format. I'm going to ask some questions and we'll have a lot of fun, get a lot of good information out to the listeners. So, so why don't we start by you telling me how you happen to get into this particular business? Yeah, it's a great question. So I was actually right out of college. I took a financial advisor position. I did that for a few years. I was actually pretty decent at the job, but there was just something about at that time being a 24, five-year-old kid running around asking 65-year-old people to trust me with their retirement for the rest of their life that uh, didn't exactly set well. So did that for a few years, then went into recruiting and financial services. I was a headhunter. Um, didn't really enjoy that job either and uh, ended up getting recruited to go do business development for a digital marketing agency. And at that time, um, I was I was at a pretty low point in life. I was 29 years old. Uh, I had a 483 credit score. I just had a car repossessed not long before that. And I kind of had this moment where I looked in the mirror and I was like, man, why would I go work for somebody else and make them money when I can work for myself and make my own money? So um, started reading books. Uh, Search Engine Optimization for Dummies was actually the first book I read. This is 12, 13 years ago now. So read that book and then just became a student of the game, started to self-educate and uh, really fell in love with just the industry as a whole. And believe it or not, I know we've had the internet and advertising for a long time, but a lot of small businesses were really not familiar with online marketing still. Uh, you know, 10, 11 years ago when I started the company. So it was a big opportunity to still get into a young marketplace and kind of hit the ground running. So self-educated, read some books, and then launched the company with like a white label um, back office that was essentially doing all the work until we could learn how to do it. And, um, you know, now we are a full service digital marketing agency and my entire team sits within my walls and underneath of our roof and, and we do everything right in-house. So, uh, yeah, that's the, the quick version of how I got to where I'm at. Yeah, well, that's a great story. And interestingly enough, it, it's, it's, it's probably more common than, than a lot of people think where you, you're, you're going down the wrong path and figure out if I'm going to have this, not this much fun, why not just do it for myself and figure out how to do it so I can have some fun. So exactly. good for you. Good for yep. you. And I was single, you know, I was, I didn't have any children. I was single and it was like, Hey, you know, if I'm not going to go for it now, when, when are you ever going to go for it? So exactly. That, that, that's great. That's great. So uh, who's your ideal client? Yeah. So we, we are very diversified in our clients in general. We have everything from e-com clients that sell directly through social media channels all the way to ugly, what I call the ugly B2B businesses. We've got a lot of manufacturing companies that you might be driving down the interstate and see a, a big machine shed on the side of the road and go, I wonder what the hell's in there. And, and it's a $30 million company that manufactures a piece or a part or some type of small engine or something like that. So we've got any and everything in between. I love contractors. We work with a ton of contractors, roofing companies, HVAC, 
um, you know, very actionable. When I think of those types of businesses, Google 101, right? My air conditioner is out. I go to Google. I'm looking for a solution for somebody to get here and fix it as soon as possible. So, you know, a lot of contractors, e-com, a lot of B2B businesses. So pretty diversified in general. We don't just have a specific vertical that we work in. Okay. Well, I, a, a lot of times people tell you to specialize, but uh, if you've got something that, that is universally appealing to a broad group, then why not take advantage of it? Exactly. And so far, that's been great. And I, honestly, I, I love it this way because it keeps me on my toes and we learn things in different verticals that help in others that are sometimes outside of the box that we wouldn't necessarily try for a specific client. So yeah. it's, it's fun this way and it, it actually ends up being productive. Yeah, you get a lot of uh, cross-contamination, but in a good way. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Yep. So what what are the major problems that you solve for your clients? Yeah. Well, my industry, unfortunately, has somewhat of a black eye. It's, um, I can't tell, I mean, I, I took three phone calls today alone of people that had worked with digital marketing agencies that were unhappy. Um, I think that it's a, an industry that grew very quickly. I think there's a lot of people that tried to start businesses in this industry as a whole that might not exactly be great at the service that they provide. So I deal with a lot of problems that others have created, but that obviously creates a huge opportunity for us. I mean, I don't know what percentage of digital marketing agencies even get to seven figures in revenue, but we're, we're an eight figure digital marketing agency, which is pretty unheard of. And, um, you know, we, we take a lot of pride in having amazing customer service in general, but, you know, the bottom line that we are hired for and the bottom line, uh, you know, service that people come to us for is they don't really care how, but they just want leads and or sales through the internet. And, you know, we are Google specialists. We manage millions of dollars a month on both Google and Facebook ad platforms. And, you know, that's kind of the bread and butter of what we do and everything that goes with it, right? With, you know, landing pages and email marketing and content marketing and websites and all the other fun stuff. But at the end of the day, I would like to think of us as a business partner, not a vendor. I, I can't stand in my industry how marketers are considered vendors. I, I, I'm not a vendor. If I'm not your partner, if we're not in bed together making this thing go, then we're probably not a good fit for each other. So that's really what we focus on. At the end of the day, it's about ROI. And if we don't perform just like anybody else, we're not going to retain the client long term. So our primary focus is from the business stance of it. How do we make our client significantly more money than they're paying us? Excellent. That's a that's a great approach to it, to be as invested in your client's success as you're invested in your own. Sure. So when you get started with a new client, what are the most common mistakes you discover they're making? You know, I have seen everything. Uh, you, you would be amazed, Brian, at some of the, the things that I've seen out there. We recently took on a, a company that gets people out of timeshares. Um, oh, yeah. And their their former agency who they've been with for four years was actually running ads on how to, for people to get timeshares, not get out of them. And it's a very expensive industry. So I have seen everything, you know, from other agencies perspective. Nothing surprises me. At this time, and when we're onboarding, we're unfortunately unraveling a lot of this work just in general. And I don't mean to just sit here on a soapbox and talk about how bad everybody else is and how great we are, but it, it is a big piece of what we do and picking up the pieces consistently. But, you know, I, I see that. I see a lot of times, I see a lot of businesses that are upset with their marketing, whether it be the agency or what they've done on their own, but really they have a sales problem, not a marketing problem. Um, you know, I talked to a client the other day that told me that his leads weren't very good. He's a fence contractor. 
down in Tampa. And, and he said the leads weren't very good. And I, and I asked him, I said, well, you know, explain to me from the second that that lead comes to your inbox, how you're handling it. And the fact of the matter is, is that the, the sales side of it, there was way too much delay being put into place. He wasn't following up with the leads immediately. Sometimes it was days later. Well, those leads are gone. I mean, they're, they're gone. You know, they've already hired somebody else. They've already got other people coming out to give them quotes. You're, you're behind at that point. So I see a lot of disconnect between marketing and sales. And if those two pieces don't work congruently, we all know that that's a recipe for disaster. So, you know, that's another thing that we're typically identifying a lot on the front end is the marketing might not necessarily be bad, but how the marketing is being handled from a lead generation standpoint is sometimes pretty insufficient. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very understandable. You got you got to respond quickly or you you lose the opportunity. So we're a little over seven minutes in, got some good information going. So you just talked about the the mistakes that your clients may be making. Uh, you got any particular challenges in your business? Yeah, the, I mean, the biggest challenge in my business um, it has just been hiring and growing people in general. I think everybody right now in you know late 2022 is is fighting those same fights. But uh, I have a very stringent hiring process and training process. I refuse to just hire somebody and and have them work for my company for 30 days, then go manage millions of dollars of my clients' money. So it's a very it's it's a strenuous ramp up process. Uh, but our, you know, the hardest part for that, and the reason that we find ourselves in that situation is I've been, I've had clients continuously on a waiting list, prospective clients that are ready to hire us on a waiting list for 30 to 60 days for about a year now. And people say, well, that's a great problem to have. You have people that want to work with you and they're on a waiting list. And I get it. It sounds like that in theory. But from my perspective as a business owner, that's a big problem, <laughs> right? I don't expect every client that wants to work with us to just sit there and wait until we're ready to onboard them. And it's cost us a couple of accounts. Um, so, you know, just hiring efficiently and the right people, I think in this market is the biggest challenge. So, we're really trying to do a lot of things to make us different, our culture different, compensation different, just how we let people and give them flexibility. I think a lot of things are very important in today's workforce that weren't, you know, pre-pandemic, just a matter of two, three years ago. It was a different world than we're in right now. So trying to acclimate to that as much as possible. Yeah, well, you got from my experience, you've got the you got the best approach to it if you Taking time and care to get the right people on board first saves you a lot of headaches down the road and 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 costs you a whole lot less too. So absolutely. And I'm willing right. to I'm willing to take a couple, you know, a couple hits to the chin now for long-term success if that's what we have to do. Right. That's that's a great approach. So we got about a minute here left. Is there a question I should have asked you that I didn't? Uh yeah. No, I mean I'm I'm trying to think like um you know, I, I think one thing that's basic that's interesting about us is we're a marketing firm that doesn't really do any marketing for ourselves. We are just strictly referral based at this point. So a lot of times I get asked what kind of marketing we do for ourselves. And it's a great question, but we, we really don't do any marketing for ourselves. I, I say that, but I, I am a keynote speaker. I do get paid for speaking engagements. And when I speak in front of entrepreneurs, obviously that drives a lot of lead gen. So I guess that could be considered marketing, but uh, interestingly enough, for the last probably two and a half to three years now, we are a marketing company that does not do any of our own marketing. I, I have had a hard time keeping up with the demand that we have just strictly from referrals and speaking engagements. So it's kind of an interesting, fun fact, uh, but we most certainly had to for a lot of years to get to this point. So feel blessed to be where we are. Yeah, that's something that I called for my business back in the day, reputation marketing. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Love that. You go, you go out and perform for people, and they start bragging about you. There's, there's no better marketing in the world than that. There, there is not. Nothing's better for referral either. I don't care what business that you're in, right? Yeah, nothing. That's exactly true. So you got one last uh, thought for everybody before we wrap this up. No, I would just say, you know, anybody out there that has a business that's looking to market it in today's digital landscape, it's more important than ever. My big challenge is I've been on podcasts and been interviewed lately. I'm filming a TV show next week. I'm trying to tell everybody the same thing. Entrepreneurs need to have some responsibility in understanding the 101 basics of digital marketing. Uh, unfortunately, we're in an environment where a lot of people just trust whoever they, you know, gets in front of them in whatever capacity. And I'm really challenging entrepreneurs to say, hey, listen, Go do some research, Google some things, understand what impression share is, understand what click through rate is, understand what conversion rate is. These basic one on one concepts of digital marketing to help them make sure that they make the best hire in an agency that they can that actually knows what they're doing. And a lot of that just comes from frustration. I'm very passionate about what I do and I see a lot of small businesses just essentially light money on fire. And it, it burns me inside, just like it burns those entrepreneurs. So, but entrepreneurs just want to point the finger. And like I said, my big challenge to them is, is do some homework and understand at least what you're talking about to have some conversations to make sure you're vetting those agencies correctly and you're making the right hire for yourself. Well, that's excellent advice. And I think it's a great way to, to finish this up. So that's a wrap on another great guest episode of the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs. And just before you leave, if you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and maybe share this with a couple of other folks. And if you want to make sure you don't miss any past episodes or any of the future ones that are coming up soon, go to Evolvepreneur Secrets Show, Evolvepreneur Secrets dot show. Let me get that correct. Evolvepreneur Secrets dot show. And if you're an entrepreneur and you got a great idea, get started on it 